Gira can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kavai, it's fantastic! One front, David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Juninho's done it! Hello and welcome to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts. Two men who are currently under investigation for selling counterfeit Vuvuzelas. It's Ben Woolley and Harry Martinez. Hey! How are we, Possibly the most annoying noise of all time. What, me saying Barmy Army or the Vuvuzelas? Oh, it's a close run thing, you know. <laughs> the counterfeit one sound any better? Surely not. But can they get worse? How do you even counterfeit it? It's like a two quid piece of plastic. We are that cheap. It's a shoe. <laughs> I reckon you'd still do it dodgy. Hundred percent. That was a that was a, a slightly African football intro, and we've got a, an African themed episode. Obviously, the football world is gripped by the African Cup of Nations at the moment. And I think it's only right that this week's Andy Cows of the Week is somebody who's been starring at that tournament. Ben, who would you like to give this week's award to? Well, it's a man who you'd be forgiven for forgetting is even still playing football. Do you remember a shocking, absolute flop of a man called Bebe? Because he, oh my word, has just... I say just, has scored an outrageous 40-yard free kick in Cape Verde's 3-0 win against Mozambique. Sensational goal for a man who is possibly one of the most dross players the Premier League's ever seen. He's probably the worst Premier League signing of all time. He's up there in the conversation. Sir Alex Ferguson signed him without ever seeing him play. Was that the story? Yeah, I think well, so. Surely. Yeah, and they spent, what, 8 million quid on him? Yeah, he's just discovered where all the money should have gone. It is a... <laughs> Flyer of a goal. Yeah, it's a great goal. I do, I do have question marks over the goalkeeper, but hey, we'll allow this it. is the Afcon, mate. Yeah, you can't question the goated tournament, mate. It is the kind of strike Andy Kaz would be proud of. So, a uh, deserving winner, I think. Don't you, don't you think <laughs> that the Afcon is kind of becoming the modern day Intertoto Cup? Oh yeah, I think it's it, kind I think of it surpasses the Intertoto. It's up there with controversial. I love the Afcon. It's so something good. with the JPT. Oh, hang on. The, the JPT is a whole different kettle of fish. But the AFCON yeah. has so many incredible moments that you don't see anywhere else. The yeah. AFCON is absolutely streets, won't forget. Hence why it we're is, yeah. dedicating a whole episode to it. But we have a jam-packed <laughs> episode. and We better move on. Harry, you are back in fact corner, I believe. I have, mate. I've been doing some reading. Hey, that jingle. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. To start us off, in AFCON 2006, did you ever hear about the long penalty shootout? No. Right, so there's a penalty shootout between uh, Cameroon, Ivory Coast, nil-nil in 90 minutes, goes to extra time, one all, right? So uh, it went through 24 total attempts at goal in which Samuel Eto missed the one before Drogba scored the winner. So it went all the way around the to everyone, got to the goalkeepers, and then went on to Eto and Drogba again. Oh, my word. 
That is the longest penalty penalty shootout in the history of the AFCON. You think it's never going to end at that point? Can you imagine? I would have just gone to a coin toss. Uh, You'll love this one. This one's a good one. So, AFCON 2010, Angola, Mali. It says a shower of goals and potentially thousands. And it was a football match uh, between Angola and Mali in the middle of the AFCON 2010. Uh, The hosts were uh, Angola. They were going for a 4-0 victory. Got to the last 15, 20 minutes of the game, right? Uh, that's when a fan put a bet on uh, the Marley to come back and draw the game. So at, uh, what was it? A thousand to one, Marley go on and score four <laughs> goals in 15 minutes and he wins five grand. What a hero. That Imagine that. 15 minutes, da- 15 minutes to go and you go, right, four nil down. I reckon they get all four now. That's not really betting responsibly, is it? <laughs> it's like six pints in at the pub. Your mates do it on a dare kind of vibe. Yeah, go on. He's done it that, yeah. yeah, I've got yeah. a quid left in my Bet365 account. I'll stick it on that. He put five euros on it at 1,000 to one. I like that. That's good. Oh, this is one of my favourites. In Z- Remember when Zambia won it in 2012? When they were like came from nowhere oh, and went on yeah, and won it? yeah, yeah. So... They had a photo done at the end of the of the AFCON, and it's instead of all twenty three players, there's only twenty two players there, and one of the blokes, Molenga, he had been banned in the group stage by the team because he'd gone on a night out and refused to apologise for it. Idiot. So they just banned him. So he didn't know that they'd go on and win, uh, win AFCON that year, and he was not. He was nowhere to be seen in any of the photos. Oh, you no. missed your nation's most glorious footballing moment. It's like when one of the Loudrup brothers refused to turn up for Denmark when they uh, got put back into Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's not, I don't think Loudrup's quite as bad, but, but still. <laughs> yeah, Clifford Mulenga just goes on a night out and then refused to go. That refused to apologise to everyone. Like, what are you doing? Just say sorry. Maybe he should have been on the nice out episode. Yeah. <laughs> Get him to the pub for New Year's Eve. It was so good you didn't want to turn up to work. Now that's a night out. <laughs> oh, this one. This one kind of baffled me. In uh, Did you ever hear the story of Coppo Barry? He was the... Uh, that name rings a bell for some reason. I don't he know was why. the goalkeeper for Ivory, Ivory Coast. Coast goalkeeper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in 2015. And they won the penalty shootout against Ghana in the final. Do you remember that? And basically, it got all the way through to the keepers yet again. He saves the one keeper's effort so he has the score to win it and he goes down pretending to have cramp have you seen that and no, this assistant what? this assistant ref goes over and he's like mate get up just score the winning goal for your country mate like what's the worst that happens you miss what? you get over it he went up he buried it he ran off and the ref the ref now credits that win to himself <laughs> okay so about AFCON referees hits different Listen to his tone here. He says, when he scored the winning goal, he sprinted when his teammates chased him. I thought to myself, that an injured man can't do that sprinted. He wanted to make things difficult for us and I was smart enough to not fall into his trap. I'm like, mate, <laughs> just won the AFCON. You don't give a <laughs> what you think. We, we do support Salisbury <laughs> on this podcast, so fair enough to him. Yeah, I'll back, yeah, back it. 100%. And that's all the good stories I've got for you. Lovely. I'll, Lovely. I'll nice. Nicely done. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. Uh, ben, I believe you have something for us as well. Yeah, we're taking a break from Africa for a sec. 
to come a little closer to home because I was on Twitter today. Have you seen what Gabriel Jesus has been up to? Not scoring goals, I assume. Well, this ties into it. So it's he's just announced on Twitter like it's on transfer or something. He's been VAC banned by Steam from playing Counter Strike. So if you don't know what a VAC ban is, it the game bans you if it catches you cheating. Now it's like what the is the point of him doing that? It turns out the man has invested... Being on Counter-Strike. Yeah, he's invested $38,000 into skins on the game. And then I was sitting there going, we've heard this before, right? Footballers having a problem with video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, the, there was a time with Steve Pope, big psychotherapist in football. He's the guy doing the gambling training yeah. stuff at the yeah, moment. Yeah. When he was at Fleetwood, he said that loads of the squad wouldn't turn up to evening talks and meals because they were all playing Modern Warfare 2. Unbelievable. Which is great. Yeah. And obviously, just the Urzel one. Back playing Fortnite, yeah. Uh, do you want to know how much Fortnite that man played? How much? 5,221 matches. So 72 what? days. Wow. Now, obviously, you're like, this is probably a thing. And there is definitive proof that playing video games makes you worse at football. Because a couple of years ago, Brazil? there was a study in Brazil where they got a bunch of players to play FIFA 18 before matches, like training matches, and then analysed their passes. And they found that the ones who were playing video games made worse choices in match than those who hadn't. Something about slow down the speed of information processing in your head. So we have a podcast exclusive, Gabriel Jesus is at football because he plays too much Counter-Strike. That explains everything. <laughs> that explains Mesut Ozil as well and Usman Dembele. Yeah, all no, of them. No, no, no. I'd say Mesut Ozil is a different case. He didn't become worse at football. He just didn't play football. <laughs> he yeah, that's uh, true. That man did not have time for football. He had a full time <laughs> exactly. Fortnite career to get on with. Yeah. Wow. Football was his hobby at that point. Maybe that's why we never made it pro boys. We played too much pro clubs. It's only taken us, what, 37, 38 episodes to finally come out with something knowledgeable about football. No, no. I'm using my degree as well. You'll love to see it. <laughs> Fantastic. That is brilliant. Uh, Harry, I believe you've got something else for us as well to uh, to continue this nice little start we're off to on this episode. Boys, I don't know if you've if you've seen this tweet the other day that was about Jermaine Defoe on the 2010 World Cup. Did you hear about this? Go on. Well, he said, when we were in South Africa, I remember one night I was bored, so me and Wayne Rooney sat in his room and watched his whole wedding on DVD. <laughs> that is streets won't forget. That is absolutely oh, I brilliant. Was I was thinking uh, two two of Europe's most talented strikers at the time. One arguably one of England's greatest ever products, and they're sat and watching Rooney. his wedding day the night before a game in South Africa. <laughs> that, so hang on. So like video games makes you worse at football. Does watching Wayne Rooney's wedding video make you worse at football? Does that explain England's? Poor form at the 2010 World Cup. How often were they watching that sodding video? <laughs> that is an episode of Gogglebox I want to see. Jermaine Defoe, <laughs> Wayne Rooney watching Wayne Rooney's <laughs> wedding video. I'm all over that. That better, if it, it was Jermaine Defoe and someone else watching Wayne Rooney's wedding video. <laughs> Rebecca to be Martin. fair, I think Wayne Rooney's got a lot of free time now, so we might be able to try and book that in as another <laughs> podcast exclusive. Yeah, he certainly won't be getting a managerial job anytime soon. Wayne and Jermaine. That was a nice one. Oh, yes. Because oh, yes. oh, that'll be the next big football podcast that takes off. 
Who needs Crouch and Defoe when you've got Wayne and Jermaine? Wayne and Jermaine. I will give them the like MSN treatment. They're Wadge. Wadge. That's going to be the intro on next week's podcast. My we two co-hosts, get... the Wayne and Jermaine of football podcast. We should get them to watch. <laughs> me. We should wa- get them to watch the Colleen Rooney documentary, the um, Rebecca Vardy one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wadge watch, watches Wags. I actually watched that, and my one criticism was the actors look all like anybody they were playing. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. another thing. Did you see um, Sunderland Till I Die's got another season? Oh, oh of course. We are, we are going to do time. the... Uh, yeah, we're going to do the watch-along very soon. I'm very excited for it. It's been a while since I've watched the first couple of series, so uh good to relive it all. Well, talking about Wayne Rooney, he probably falls under the ugly category, which is probably a low blow for me, but whatever. Up next is good, bad and ugly. Top player. Different class. And the January transfer window has been fairly dull, so I've only got a couple of deals for you boys, but we'll go through them anyway. Huge fan of this. Valentin Barco. Boca Juniors to Brighton for £10 million. Good, bad or ugly? Oh, good. Before he's even played a minute, they're good. They've done it again. If he's anything like he is a football manager, that is an unreal signing. Oh, yeah. I think I've watched maybe three highlight reels of him, but I've probably watched about 60 hours of game time football on Football Manager of him. So if he is anything <laughs> like he is on Football Manager, it'd be insane. thing is, it doesn't even matter if he's any good because you know in like a season and a half, someone is going to pay 60 million quid for him purely because he's at Brighton. If not more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can already see how this is going to go. He'll leave for Chelsea in two years' time. He will be absolutely gash and nobody will remember anything about him. Nope. But I'm still going to be good. back in Argentina within like three years or something. Yeah, maybe. Finally, an odd one. Jordan Henderson from Al Etifak to Ajax. <laughs> oh, he just... <laughs> He stinks I mean... in general. <laughs> yeah. The man went out and played man. six months of football for free, went purely for the money, which is then ironic because he didn't get any, tried to claim it was all like, oh, you know, I'm going to stand up and try I'm and change things. I'm going to grow the game. There. Yeah, and then left to go and play yeah. for Ajax. I mean, I'm sure it might be a good signing for them, but the man's in the mud. It's, from an Ajax perspective, it's... I don't think it's great footballing wise, but in terms of publicity and what they what these bring into the club, yeah, this it's is good what for I was going to say. Yeah, but Ajax is at the moment as well. So yeah, you're not his wrong. Horrific morals aside, I'm going to go ugly for the one footballing reason. I cannot think of a midfielder who fits the total football style worse than the sideways pass that is Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Plus, yeah. Ajax have ruined it because. Atifak had him for free. They're actually paying him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the the Jordan Henderson bedsheets they're trying to flog as well. Who the f- is buying a Jordan Henderson bedspread? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't that know. is actually I know Imagine. I know who's buying it. It's me for Harry for Secret Santa next year. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going back with someone after a night out. You get to their house and they got Jordan it's Henderson bedsheets. Jordan bed Henderson bedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. you'd leave on the spot. He must look oh, absolutely huge me. on a double bed. Oh, you know that camera angle you get at the cinema where you're in the front rows and you see them yeah, with like the massive stretch. chin? Yeah, I hope that's the angle they've got on the Henderson bed sheets. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, goodness me. 
Can't stop thinking about the Jordan Henderson bed sheets now. Uh, let's let's move on. We mentioned the Afcon fever that is sweeping football at the moment, and we've we've well and truly caught it, as you can probably already tell. So, in order to decide which African star should be voted into the streets, won't forget Hall of Fame. We've come up with our own little Afcon. So it's eight nations, eight players, and only one winner. So, quarterfinal time, well, boys. Let's have it. If you are if you are ready. Or some AFCON brilliance. Yeah, no messing about with a group stage. We are straight in here. Nah, straight in. Straight in. The first tie is South Africa's Sipwe Shabalala versus Nigeria's Yakubu. Ooh. This is a tough draw for Shabalala, you know. Shabalala has that one moment. And the, the yeah. Peter Drury commentary yeah. as well makes it ten times better. But I think in terms of overall streets, won't forget legacy, it has to be Yakubu. What a bags man he was. Feed the yak and he will score. It's not optional. You have no choice. I mean, Shabalala had that one moment in the cup and stayed at Kaiser Chiefs for yonks. So yeah. To be fair, you want streets won't forget phone moments though. That that one goal for Shabalala. Yeah. Class. Sing- singular streets won't forget moments. He he yeah. is winning every single time. But in terms yeah. of overall legacy, it has to be Yakubu. Yakubu yeah, might have been in know. with a shout, but Yakubu is. Yakubu's in our intro, for God's sake. He has yeah. to be in there. <laughs> How we yeah. the rules? He's got exactly. 95 Premier League goals. He's got a lovability about him. Cult hero. Um, like yeah. Whoever he came up against here, he'd always be favourite, wouldn't he? And one uh, of the greatest nicknames of all time. Yeah. The story yeah. about him being upset that he didn't score 20 goals in his first season at Portsmouth because Harry Redknapp bet him 20 grand, he wouldn't. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's such a Harry Redknapp move as well. Fantastic. I, th- I, think in, I think in the last game he was on 16 goals and he got a hat-trick and then Harry Redknapp took him off. Harry Redknapp didn't remember the bet and Yakubu came back to the dressing room like absolutely fuming. I think they won 5-0 or something. And he was fuming because he got <laughs> taken he off get the bet. to score the last yeah. goal. Yeah. Well, he chose oh. his shirt number of 22 for that reason, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. To have his target of 22 goals. Love it. Well, a pretty easy one. Yakubu is through to the semi-finals. Next up, Zimbabwe's Benjani and Cameroon's Alex Song. I think this one's going to be more difficult. This is, yeah. this, this is arguably quite tough. Alex Song, fantastic house. A very good player as well, to be fair. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. I loved watching Alex Song play. Yeah, yeah. I was I was upset when he went to Barca, yeah. I will admit. To be fair, though, that Barca move did give us one of the funniest moments in football <laughs> history. Yes, yeah. they're giving the trophy to Eric Abidal and Alex Song thinks it's for him. Fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, so good. Yeah, I think I think if Alex Song hadn't moved to Barcelona, we'd be talking about him a lot more in terms of streets, won't forget. Yeah. Like turtleneck era Alex Song. Oh yeah, get the snood and the gloves on. Come on. Oh, he was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It was the twenty ten tournament that he started at the Africa. He had so much power about him. He was just he he'd glide through players because he just had so much ball control and he was just so wrong. Good player. As for Benjani, another man who has a history with Harry Redknapp, of course, uh, who turfed him off to Manchester <laughs> against his will. Um, but at Portsmouth, he was incredible, and he came out of nowhere. He was he was decent. I wouldn't say he was incredible, but he had that bit of a flair ability about him for a gangly man where, to do, like Peter Where Crouch. did they sign him from? Where did Harry Redknapp find him? 
Auxerre. Yeah, okay. Auxerre in France. A weird career, actually. I've got it here. He, he started his career at Jomo Cosmos. Great name for Sorry. a team, though. Goes to Grasshoppers on loan, then goes to Auxerre, then Portsmouth. Man City. I don't know why Man City bought him, to be honest with you. Probably why Harry Redknapp yeah. was shipping him off. I think that I think that was the that was the time before the big money. That's where they had the tie owners and they had Mark Hughes as manager. Yeah, yeah. So I think nah, he signed yeah. for City when it was Ericsson, wasn't it? Possibly, yeah. Although Harry Redknapp signed him on the recommendation of none other than Arsene Wenger, so I can see why he signed him. Like when they were signing Stephen yeah, Ireland. It was the early Dutch. days of Dross, where they were dropping eight million on a player, and people were like, "Wow, that's big money!" And then they all turned out to be crap. Yeah, well, they signed like Stephen Ireland. I think they had Richard yeah. Dunn, Shay Given. Yeah. God, what an I awful think, team! And this might be a slightly biased Arsenal vote. I think I'm going to go for Alex Son. I think he's an underrated player. Yeah, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, he's underrated. He has more mo- moments that like stand out in my memory as well, not even necessarily at Arsenal. His biggest problem is the fact that he's behind Sergio Busquets in a Barcelona team. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean think any- I think anybody would be. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting anywhere okay. near it. So are we happy with Alex Song in the semi-finals? Yes. Yeah, I think it's deserved. Okay. Alex Song is our second semi-finalist. Next up, this one's difficult, I think. Marley's Freddie Canute. And Togo's Emmanuel Adebayor. Oh, that oh. is so tough. thing yeah. is, Adebayor is a player I hate, which is why it's even better that he's on the list, because there's so many moments. Unbelievable that... ability. What, like, great touch for a oh, big yeah. man. We spoke about it the other week. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. The goal he scored in, like his, I think it was his first or second season at Arsenal against Spurs, where he gets the ball on the edge of the box, back to goal. Like flicks it up around the corner and then volleys it top corner. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. unbelievable. He scored what, like 170, 180 goals? Fantastic goal scorer. Did it at some of the biggest clubs in England. Yeah. The career is unbelievable. And he's, as we love on this podcast, a massive house. He is. Oh, yeah. A massive what, percent? what other player have you seen running, not like, you know, to the halfway line or the bench, the entire length of the pitch to then yeah. go and knee slide in front of the fans of the team you used to play for. But that moment alone, it streets won't forget. And then you factor in the fact that he actually was unbelievable, you know, in front of goal. And I always remember him for that. Do you remember that spell at, at Spurs when um, oh, Tim Sherwood decided to stick him up front and he was unbelievable for about 11 games? He got about 10 goals. I always remember him for that. Do you remember that weird thing where he was on the Togo bus when people shot at him? Yeah. Yeah, the other thing is, do you remember he accused his family of paying a witch doctor to curse him? Yeah, wherever that goes, there's weird controversy, and I love it. Which is very African football, witch doctors and football curses. Like when the bird landed on the goal during the World Cup against England. I mean, that was a genuine curse. I believe it, 100%. We weren't. It it was it wasn't. It wasn't because the Flow and Rooney were up all night watching the wedding video. It was because of the bird on the crossbar. <laughs> yeah, so, no, they're, they're saying it's the wedding video because they were actually playing FIFA 18 in 2010. That's really impressive as well. Yeah, mate. Yeah, he's got a big chunk of personal life in Wikipedia, so that tells you all you need to know about yeah. the man. And as for Canute, <laughs> I think he goes under the radar because obviously he had the spells at West Ham and Spurs, but he wasn't particularly great. 
him and Fabiano, Luis Fabiano for Sevilla, were like the premier strike partnership of the late 2000s, oh, yeah. early 2010s. He was unbelievable. Like, they, were, they were ridiculously good together. Yeah, he was a. Cl- he wasn't even that bad at West Ham, really. Yeah, I think he. I think he just gets forgotten because of those spells in England. If if he'd have done what he did at Sevilla in England, he's been talked about as one of the most streets won't forget strikers ever. Yeah, he had an yeah, unbelievable he had everything going for him. Great touch for a big man yet again. He was rapid. He kind of played like that deep line forward, didn't he? he was class. Yeah, him and Fabiano worked brilliantly oh, yeah. together. That Sevilla team was just. Unbelievable. I don't know who I'm going to go for here. It is tough. Do you know what? I think I'm going to go with Freddie Canute. Ooh. Although I, I think Adebayor is, like, I think he is very streets, don't forget. I just have, I just loved watching Canute play. I think for the added extra of the off-field and occasional on-field antics, I think I have to go Adebayor. Oh, no. As much as I hate him. <laughs> hey, what do you vote for the third I, one? I, yeah, no, I should have got in quicker, so it wasn't on me. Um, I think they're both very good players. I think if we're going for which one I prefer personally, I think the housery of Adebayor probably takes it for me. I think Kanute's a great player, but I think Adebayor, Adebayor. Right, ruffling my feathers over the years. I've got a vote of it. But to also be the only notable player from your nation as well, being from Togo, is... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's not entirely surprising, but he is record factor, yeah. Togo goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah, that comes as absolutely no surprise. Oh, yeah, no record appearance holder as well. Yeah, I can't say it would shock me. Well, Adebayor is into the semi-finals by a vote of 2-1, to one, and our final quarter-final is, and this, this is probably the most difficult one of the four, the Democratic Republic of Congo's Yannick Balassi versus Senegal's Demba Bar. Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> The same era as well, really, isn't it? Yeah. Drinks won't forget for very different reasons. Balassi was such a good player to watch. Like, he wasn't good, especially in the final third. But him on the ball was fantastic. Yeah, yeah if he picked the ball up, 100%. If he picked the ball up on halfway and there was a counter-attack, you knew something great was going to happen. It wouldn't end up in a goal because he d***ed up, but... It- He'd do something, and in the next five seconds, it's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> Every single... If you go, like, Premier League highlights on YouTube, any yeah. kind of skills compilation, he's, he's going to be in there. in there for at least two minutes of the ten. Yeah. Like, he's done skills that we have never seen before. Yeah, they capture the streets where we get essence in very different ways. Like, Balassi with the skill, and then Bar with that kind of short-term moment in the sun with Newcastle. My only thing about this would be, would we be talking about Bar without Cissé? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That spell okay, at West fine. Ham was also unreal. I know they did it as a pair, but they were so good in that time. Like, Bar was scoring hat-tricks. I know Cissé is obviously involved in it, but Bar was fantastic. He was doing things before Cissé was there and was doing things at West Ham and arguably did quite a bit at Chelsea. That 2012 season, when he left to play in the AFCON, he already had 15 league goals. Yeah, that's stupid. Only Van Persie had more. Like, insanity. That's Jared Bowen numbers, but better. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing I'd say about this is, is Balassi was obviously straight to forget at Crystal Palace, but he stank the gaff out of Everton. Oh, he did. He still, he still had some moments of like skill, but yeah, he, he was 
I think it's just where football goes to die. <laughs> More than just football, mate. Like Alex Awobi looks looks a lot better at Fulham right now. He's just he yeah. moved from Merseyside back down to London and he seems to be all right again. I mean to be fair, I don't know how Everton gave us thirty million quid for it. But Yeah. Yeah, we'll Brian McNeil that. still can't hit a corner, which is unbelievable. James Tarkovsky's lo- loving it, I guess, but yeah, I think it's where football goes to die. Where joy in football goes best. to die. It's where well, Brexit ball survives. I was going to say, he was at Everton for, what, five seasons and had like four loan deals in that time? Yeah, it's not great. And they, didn't they spend like £35 million on him or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay, he I think I'm going to go bet. Denver Bar. I'm going to go I Denver think Bar. I'm I think I'm also going Denver Bar. I don't think okay. it matters now, but I probably would have gone Balassi, but... Okay, well, again, by a two-to-one vote, Denver Bar is into the semi-final. So, we'll do Yakubu against Alex Song as the first semi-final. I think this oh, one might yeah. be slightly easier. I don't know. I like I think Alex it has Song, to be right? Yakubu. But he's not a scratch on Yakubu. If Alex Song was a bit more successful at Barcelona or stayed at Arsenal, then yeah, he'd, have a, he'd definitely have a big chance. But I think we will go with Yakubu. Yeah, I think I think if he'd have stayed at Arsenal, hundred percent, he's more streets won't forget. If he'd have gone to Barca and done well, we'd absolutely be saying he's too good. Oh yeah, yes. But you see, what you've got to remember with Yakubu, he's a great centre forward. Streets won't forget, fantastic. But he's also an incredible centre half in Harry's five man system. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Versatile, true. the base <laughs> of a pivot. Yeah, I think we have to go Yakubu, boys. He's too good. Like. <laughs> Not for the like least, compared great. to Alex Song. Oh, my goodness. If, if, if we were to draw up a Streets Won't Forget scale, he'd be towards the top end of it, I think. Yes, I think, you, I, think I agree there. Yeah, you mean you don't make me intro by being a, a exactly. controversial flash in the pan? I think exactly. Alex Song is a very underrated player, but I don't think he's got a Streets Won't Forget factor about him. Yakubu has. Uh, the pass for Van Persie for the volley against Everton. 100% oh, yeah. that streets don't forget. That is a ping and a half. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, so Yakubu is our first finalist. It's going to be an all-striker final, unsurprisingly, because that's what we do on this podcast. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> Adebayor or Denver Bar, what are we saying? Oh, that is, that is this, rough. This is the tough one. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the... They announce the draw and you're circling this as a potential semi-final as soon as it's available. These two are amazing. This is Towsery versus Syrup. And Syrup's going to win every time. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to go with Syrup. Do you know what? I think that spell is just... And I've remembered the Syrup factor now and that is an iconic video. I think this comes down to you've either got purely ability and that yeah, 11, this 12 is what I was going to say. Or you've got the Adebayor un- underrated tons of quality and he's got the, he's got the house antics to go with it's it. It's almost untapped quality and Towsery versus a genuine spell of quality. I think oh, to put the pressure oh, on Dan no. I'd happily have either of them in the final. I think I'm going to go Adebayor. I think he's got more streets won't forget things about him, even if bar season was better. Now, Dan, whatever you do, you can't vote for Andre Voronin. 
Oh, oh no, he's not going to make a choice. The referee's just called full time on the tournament. Oh, he's gone down with cramp before the last oh. penalty. Um, <laughs> oh, we have two so jokes tough. this podcast, in case you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. We'll start talking about Tommy Johnson soon, don't worry. Um, <laughs> I've actually got another shoot magazine for you, Harry. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, special from 97. I think because I got more enjoyment out of watching him, and I also want this long running saga of will he ever actually be voted in, despite the fact he should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to vote for Adebayor. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have to this at some point. Purely for the narrative. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to stack the deck in Denver Bar's favour. And give him like two nobodies from League One anyone has ever heard nah, of. Nah, I absolutely know how we stack the deck. Denver Bar against Michu. <laughs> oh. no, you know what it's going to be? We're going to have Denver Bar versus Janino, and Harry and I are going to vote him in just to spite you again. <laughs> okay, Adebayor versus Yakubu in the final. This is, uh, I think this might only go one way, to be honest with you. But we're here. Yeah. Be you know the Yak, and he will win AFCON. It's that like, underdog story get into the final is Adebayor you know you want to vote for him the plucky underdog unfortunately I think he gets stomped by Yakubu physically and be fed to the Yak did he ever win the AFCON uh, no he came in third place on three occasions has Adebayor uh, ever won it surely not there's no surely way Toga not. won the AFCON uh, he, he got the Four Nations Tournament third place trophy in 2007. Do you want to know what the Four Nations Tournament oh, is? He decided not to play in the 2006 AFCON because he wanted to concentrate on his form at Middlesbrough. And did no. Nigeria win it? They then beat Chelsea 3-0. That's not what I asked. <laughs> Nigeria beat Chelsea 3-0. It was a very Good confusing time for everyone. Oh, yeah, that's true. Did not, no, I don't think Nigeria won it. No, Egypt won it. I guess. Okay, that's all right. No, then. Egypt did not win it. Uh, yes, Egypt did win it. They beat Ivory Coast. Okay, so just to confirm, Nigeria didn't play Chelsea and Egypt definitely won it. <laughs> yes, and Nigeria <laughs> finished third place. You won't get this content anywhere else. I am um, definitely... I don't know. I think I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm voting for Yakubu here. Yes, I'm also voting for Yakubu, so I think there we are. It's long overdue. To yeah, have I would agree. This Hall of Fame. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to Yakubu. He is the newest and probably one of the most deserving Hall of Fame members we've had so far. I'd say he'll be delighted. Emma yeah. Barr is still crying. You can, Harry. Surely you can <laughs> drop him a DM on Instagram and let him know. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Who did you follow okay. instead of him by accident? No one. I I I messaged him. What did I message him, Dan? Didn't I sign off as someone wrong or something like that? Yeah, oh, you yeah. addressed it to the wrong person, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you said oh, it I called him Ben Arthur. I called him <laughs> Ben Arthur. <I> think. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Burn our bridge with Yakubu before we'd even got to the podcast. I will send him a message on Instagram, mate. I will definitely do it. Yeah, let him know. Let him know he's finally in the Hall of Fame. We'll send him a little trophy. You can put <laughs> it in his call him Ben Arthur. He likes to work out a lot. Yeah, don't call yeah, him we're Ben We're going to give him some of the Denver Bar strawberry syrup as a prize. Denver Bar will be fuming. <laughs> Just message Denver Bar as well and say you're never getting in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's a group chat with him and Janino. Like, sorry, boys, it's happened again. Groups will forget Hall of Fame. You'll never sing that. 
Well, let's move on and have the end of episode quiz. And Harry, you are quiz master today, and I'm hoping it's not an AFCON theme quiz because I will not have a clue. No, I did promise you it's not an AFCON theme quiz. Because Thank God for that, that. That was probably too hard to, one, research, and two, actually get completed. <laughs> for you today, I have, I think it's a classic pub quiz game, to be honest with you. I have a game of Eliminator. Right. Okay. So, you have one life each, so if you get it wrong, you're out. Okay. What I want is, I want you to tell me the top goal scorer of each nation in the Premier League. So, you've got to give me the nation and then the goal scorer. This could be the world's shortest quiz. You're right. <laughs> I think it could be quite easy, but that is how it's going. Okay. <laughs> right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go on then, oh, mate. I love that from you. Go on. Yeah, we'll have it. <laughs> and I'm going to go England. Alan Shearer. Yep, well done, mate. 260 goals. Once you think about it, it's actually not bad. Daniel. I am going to go Hogo and Emmanuel Adebayor. With 97 goals, he is indeed the top goal scorer for Togo in the Premier League. I think maybe one of two Togonese players that have played. I couldn't name you the second one. <laughs> I don't think I could either. Wally. You see, I like what he's doing with this. I'm going to go Bulgaria, Dimitar Berbatov. See, this is what I mean. Once you start thinking about it, it gets quite easy. With 94 goals. the big nations apart from England. Yeah, with 94 goals, Dimi Berbatov is indeed Bulgaria's top goal scorer. Love it. Daniel. I am going to go Argentina and Sergio Aguero. 180 goals is indeed Sergio Aguero. Wally. Ooh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. My boy, Edin Dzeko. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, nice shout. 50 goals, Edin Dzeko. Quite I'm going to go goals. France and Thierry Henry. Oh. France. With 175 goals, it is indeed Thierry Henry. I like this, you know. We've not done this round since uni, but... Yeah, it's good, this. Uh, I'm going to say Egypt. Mohamed Salah. Mohamed Salah. Mohamed El loser. It is indeed <laughs> Mohamed Salah. I'm going to go Germany Meza Erzil With 33 goals Meza Erzil is indeed Germany's top goal scorer in the Premier League You kind of think we've had so many Germans over here but we haven't really had that many German strikers That felt like really? a risky one As soon as I said it I thought oh <laughs> Yeah I'm going to go Gabon Pierre-Emerick oh. oh yes Yeah great shout 49 goals. See, that's what you've got to do. You've got the right strategy there, mate. Um, Some great names on here. Some great names. <laughs> Surely it's him. I'm going to go Dutch, Robin Van Persie. Oh, it's got to be. The Netherlands. 144 goals, Robin Van Persie is the top. 
Yes. You are playing a risky game, my friend. He is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I am going to go Ivory Coast. Didier Drogba. Yeah, well, 104 goals. Kalu, Great shout. Loser. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> haven't got a clue, mate. Ain't got a clue. Daniel. I'm going to go Trinidad and Tobago, Dwight York. Yeah, 123 oh. goals. Great shout. I think Kenwin Jones is probably second to him, so... <laughs> Had a great form on FIFA years ago. What a, what a baller. Oh, it's Woolly. Mexico, Javier Ooh. Hernandez. Yeah, great shout. Javier Hernandez, Ooh. 53 goals. Icharito. I mean, I couldn't think of many other Mexicans in the Premier League, to be honest. So, Have we had any? Yeah, Carlos Vela. Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't there one I mean, that, is there one that plays for Wolves as well? Oh, yeah, and was it Schoer in the Premier League briefly? Oh, yeah, Raul Jimenez. Oh, yeah, Raul Jimenez, of course. Belgium, Romelu Lukaku. It is indeed Romelu Lukaku with 113. Portugal, Cristiano Ronaldo. And that has to be right, surely. Yeah. Portugal, Cristiano Ronaldo with 83. Well done. Oof. South Korea, Son. Son Hyung Min, 30 goals, South Korea. Well done. 30? He's got well at the time. This, uh, I've got my sources here. I don't know. Well, put it this way: there's no one here that isn't the top goalscorer anymore. So you've got a massively out of date list. Slightly out of date, yeah. I mean, he's he's got to have more than a hundred Premier League goals by now, and you've just said thirty. Do you reckon he's got over hundred? <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. I mean, there's there's slightly out of date, and then there's seventy goals out of date. I'll give you. I'll give you how many he's got now. You carry on. Oh, I don't want to, though. It might be wrong when it was right. Yeah. <laughs> right down with stage in a walkout. Yeah, sod this. I've had enough. In the Prem, 115. There you go. Yeah, a bit out of date. He's, 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 he's 15 goals short of being 100 more than you just said. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's unlikely to have changed. Yeah. Not a lot's changed on here. Nothing would have changed, is what I mean. Okay. I believe it's you, Ben. It is. Yes. I've got, I've got a couple I don't want to say for off-field reasons. Uh, Senegal, Sadio Mane. It is indeed oh, Sadio Mane. yeah. With somewhere between 80 and 260 goals. I've got some. I've got some baggers lined up here, boys. Get ready for this. <laughs> I've, I've got a few. Australia. Mark Viduka. No, oh, yeah. that was on my Please list. Please don't be Tim Cahill. Please don't be Tim Cahill. Uh, do you think Tim Cahill got ninety-two Premier League goals? Yeah, probably not. To be fair, I didn't realise Mark Viduka had that many. <laughs> so Mark Viduka has ninety-two Premier League goals. Yeah, fair enough. Top goal scorer. Saying that, with my sources, Tim Cahill's probably still at Everton at this point. 
still boxing corner flags. <laughs> oh, I love it. Box of the math. I am going to go. Hmm. Brazil. Ooh. I know, I've got two in mind that I really hope is the right one. Bobby Firmino. I think that's right. Who else would you have gone for? I was going to say Jesus, but I think he's just on my mind. With 56 goals. Yeah, it's reveal. Firmino. Brazil's top goal scorer is indeed Bobby Firmino. Oh, I love it. Nice. This one's for you, Harry. Wales. Ryan Giggs. See, for a second, I thought you were going to say Gareth Bale. Was indeed Ryan oh, Giggs at 109. <laughs> oh, he's gone away with that one. <laughs> oh, oh my last. God. I completely forgot about Bale. Oh, my God. How many God. did Bale get? I think he's short of 100, isn't he? Well, well the state of your list, they'll be on about five. <laughs> he has got 53. Not a lot. Wally, back to you. Uh, Republic of Ireland. Oh, you. Yeah, boy, I remembered him. Robbie Keane. Oh. It is indeed. Well, it is Robbie Keane with 126. Well done. I've got, I've got a stupid one in mind in a minute. I'm going to go for a man who I can only assume is not going to hold this record for much longer. Norway, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, cool. Oh, has Haaland surpassed him? <laughs> We're definitely not the time of this list. The state of this list, Haaland's just been born, so it's okay. <laughs> it is indeed Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. We're, it's all right, we'll just reframe the quiz. Top goal scorer by nation in the Premier League as of 2002. <laughs> uh, right. This one is purely because I do not recall anyone else ever playing in the Premier League with this. Israel, Yossi Ben Ayoun. Oh, it's Tal Ben Ayoun, mate, 100%. Ben Ayoun is indeed top goal scorer with 31. Daniel. This feels like a risky one because it could be. There's some great names on here. It could realistically be three players, but I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm going to go for it. Spain, Fernando Torres. Oh, who were your other choices, Daniel? Well, I was thinking David Silver or Fabregas. I don't imagine David Silver would be too far behind him just because of the longevity. How many goals are you estimating is the top here? Somewhere in the seventies or eighties, I reckon. It's Fernando Torres. He had eighty-five. Oh, nice. We'll take that. What this, Wooly. Have we had Uruguay? No, oh. not that I know of. Well, I I couldn't remember if Dad had said it. I'll have Uruguay, Luis Suarez. It is indeed Luis Suarez. 69. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Daniel. Algeria. Riyad Mahrez. Oh, mate, it's Slomani. He's got 300. No, it is indeed Riyad Mahrez. <laughs> Wooly. 
Mm. I'm getting to the one that I didn't want to say. <laughs> because it's Iceland. He's been cleared. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right, Iceland, Gilfie Sigurdsson. It is indeed Gilfie Sigurdsson. He's got 60. What? Jesus. I mean, he was talking about for years. He was, to be fair. Daniel. Chile, Alexis Sanchez. It's Gary nice. Medelme. He's got 140. No, it is indeed Alexis Sanchez. Honestly, the state of your list, I wouldn't be surprised. Harry <laughs> Medell, 140. Wally. Nigeria. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Yakubu. It has 95 goals. Yeah, yeah, 95 goals. It is indeed Yakubu. He's, he's so forgotten, we even forgot about him in the game. <laughs> yeah, in well, the episode where he got voted in. <laughs> well played, mate. New Zealand, Daniel. Chris Wood. This oh. is a great shout. That's a great shout, isn't it? I'm just trying to now think of obscure nations. He's got a lot. It is indeed Chris Wood, because I think the only other one that's played is Ryan Nelson. He's got about 73. How has he managed that? Unbelievable. Wooly, back to you. Yeah, I'm going to go. Serbia, Alexander Ooh. Mitrovic. I'm going to have to double check this one. <laughs> I don't... I can't... Have there been any other Serbians is the only thing? That's, well, that's the thing. My list has a different name on it, but I am double checking it now for you. I feel like I've got VAR making a decision on my goal. I mean, if it's not on your list, I'd say I'm happy to go with the list, but it was 70 goals off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's he not has enough. definitely cleared the list. The The one they've got on here is Savo Milosevic. He's got 29. Oh, Savo Milosevic, yeah. yeah. He, has, he has a lot more. Mitrovic has a lot more. Daniel, back to you. This is one I've been keeping in the back pocket because I can't remember who it was. Do you remember we did a quiz similar to this and we had to name Italian goal scorers in the Premier League? Yes. I think Paolo Di Canio was top of the list. I think. Paolo Di Canio is indeed top with 66. Oh. <laughs> Wally, we come back to you. Hmm. Oh, I don't think it's him. I haven't got another name. I'm not confident on this one. I'm going to say Ukraine. And I'm going to fall into the trap of saying saying Shevchenko. Oh. (laughs) Is there'll be some Ukrainian I can't remember who got more... If he's born in, I'm going to absolutely lose it. Who would you go for, man? Who would I... Would you stick with... Would you stick with Shevchenko? Ukrainian? 
Honestly, I think I'd go for Zinchenko. Oh. I can confirm it's not Mikhailo Mudrik. Well, no surprises there. Ruled out, to be honest. However, I can't think of any other big name Ukrainians apart from Shevchenko, Voronin, and Zinchenko. It is yeah. also not Shevchenko. It is Rebrov. Who? Rebrov. Sergey Rebrov. Sergey Rebrov. Since Ben went first, do I need to give another answer? Sure, if you want to do it like that. Okay, well, I'm confident I'll finish him off here. The good old US of A, Clint Dempsey. Oh, for f***'s sake. What's the, what's the quote he said to Mika Richards? Uh, you don't know where I'm from, dog. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> it is indeed Clint Dempsey. Daniel wins it. 57. Oh, fair enough. Well played, Dan. Thanks, Some of the names you could have had here. Youngbird, Shakiri, Benny McCarthy. Oh. Oh. Kai Kamara, what a man. Jan Bednarek is top goal scorer for Poland, by the way. Nobby Solano, it. Rocky Santa Cruz, Ian <laughs> Dowie. <laughs> Alpha Northern Ireland. Jovetic, Frederick Pickion's in here. Okazaki, Oka- Wanyama. Was he not French? No, he's um he's from Martinique. Oh, okay, fair enough. Daniel, who do you think Greek top goal scorer is? Georgios Samaras. No. More streets will forget. How can you get more streets won't forget than Samaras? Great. Oh, uh, Stelios Giannakopoulos. Yes, oh. he's got it. Yeah. Who was it for Jamaica? Because I was going to say Mikhail Antonio. Yeah, it's got to it's be. J- I, I've got it here as Jason Yule. But is that on your dodgy list from 20 years ago? He has got 56, yeah. so that is a lot. How many has Antonio got? He has 63. It is indeed Michael Antonio. Oh, okay, nice. Well, I enjoyed that. That was good fun. Yeah, that was good fun. Well done. Yeah, love that. That was a, that was a nice... His, his quizzes have gotten better recently. Yeah, we'll I do that more often, gone, I think. That was but... good fun. That was good fun. That was another episode of the Streets Won't Forget podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Spotify and a five-star rating. It really helps us out. And if you want to follow us on social media, it is at SWF underscore pod for Twitter and Streets Won't Forget podcast for Instagram and TikTok. And if you want to email us your favourite African player of all time, your thoughts on the AFCON at the moment, then you can get in touch. It is the Streets Won't Forget podcast at gmail.com. Boys, thank you very much for joining me. Pleasure as always. Have a good week, mate. I will do, mate. We'll see you next week. Gira can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kavai, it's fantastic! One front, David Villa, oh, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Juninho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal!